Is that the man, K-Dog? Yo, yo, what's going on? What, what's up, man? Welcome to another episode of the cast. It's K-Dog. Thanks for joining me again. Yes, sir. Happy like, Friday. Happy Friday. What's going on with you, man? Oh, man, just uh, just trying to just trying to grind it out at work, man. Just doing the Friday thing, getting some last-minute things done before the weekends. You know, you're just, at work right now at this very moment. You're at work. Uh, I'm working in my living room. <laughs> oh, okay. I was thinking to say, boss has no clue. K Dog is <laughs> podcast right now. It don't even I'm, matter. I'm working in my living room. That's how we do so, with COVID. I, yeah, yeah, that's right. How how do you like doing that? I, I don't uh, know, man. Like, I think I think even before like before all this started happening, you know, a lot of folks were like, man, it would be a dream to work from home get to do all this stuff and don't get me wrong it's nice you know because i get to get to hang out with my daughter you know get her through um through the rest of the school year and all that stuff but um but i gotta say man it's i gotta i gotta get out man like go i gotta see my co-workers i gotta mm-hmm. you know i gotta i gotta do all that because i mean we do like the the zoom meetings and you know all that stuff but it's not the same it's not the same no, it's you know, not. And you know, I, but, uh, what do you, what do you do? Like from from home, being that you're, I didn't even know that your job could be remote. So, how do you, what do you do from home? You know, my job. Um, so I uh, do um, digital syndication for um, for our television network, uh, Reels Channel. Okay. So uh, basically, what I do is. Um, you know, take content that we've previously aired, you know, on our uh, linear channel and um, take it and put it on our video on demand channels and our apps, you know, just kind of uh, make sure that we have more up to date content. And, you know, basically that's uh, it's like the long and short of it, you know, and also um, help to create the new apps that we have, you know, um, the new apps that you can use for like Amazon, um, Fire TV, Roku. Uh, we're not on uh, we're not on uh, the Apple uh, Apple TV yet, but hopefully soon. But um, but yeah, so just help to create the apps and just uh, try to make it uh, fun for people to you know watch our content. You know, so so it's I mean it, it doesn't seem like a lot, but it, it does get pretty busy because you know especially now that everyone's at home streaming. You know, that's like a, it's like a good time for us to add more content, so that way people can watch while they're at home. So, so just constantly uh, trying to get uh, more content up. You know? Yeah, that's cool. I, I mean, I <clears throat> kind of knew what you did, but I didn't realize that you were able to do that from the home setting. That's kind of cool. What did they have? Did you set up a, a studio, or you just can do no, this from a computer? Okay. Yeah, no, All right. I have my I have my laptop that I use at work. Um, yeah, so I just have my laptop at work that I plug into everything there, but now I just brought it home. Everything's already set up. I just need an internet connection and yeah, man, just, uh, just doing that. But I got to say, I need to, I need to see my coworkers. <laughs> I feel you. How's radio life going? Uh, non-existent. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think, um, I think for the, uh, I mean, and it's, it's no knowledge that, uh, but the company was furloughing some folks and, you know, just kind of, um, until all this, until all this blows over, 
And then, and, I mean, you know, just as well as I do, I mean, it's like that way for all the big radio companies, even the independent ones too. So, um, so yeah, so as of right now, I think, um, I think our folks are still doing the, their shows from home. Uh, the full-timers still doing their shows from home. Um, I mean, occasionally I'll go fill in for traffic, but um, I, I think I did that like last week. But, um, but yeah, so I think taking this time to just, uh, you know, you know, just to, uh, I guess, enjoy being home, not having to get up early in the morning. <laughs> mm-hmm. And for those that don't know, that are listening, yeah. that are just coming in, K-Dog and I, we work together. We're co-workers at the radio station. And we have been missing out on our shows. Oh, man. I, like I miss being on the air. I miss being just the feel and the vibe and being able to put the headphones on, mic up, and grind out. Man, it sucks. Yeah, I mean, it's been, what, since, what, early March? Mid- about mid yeah early march exactly Jeez, yeah it's uh because when i it was funny because when i went to go do uh, traffic last week you know because i haven't used the quote-unquote radio voice in like <laughs> like in, in a while so when i did i was like wow that's that's straining my voice wow oh man you did but, not say uh, radio voice k-dog I said, I mean, that's, I mean, but even you get that though. I mean, some, some folks will come up to you and be like, how come you don't sound like you sound on the radio? Uh-huh. Can you do, can you do like the radio voice that you do? I was like, it's not a radio voice. It's just my voice. You're like, just like when I sound different, when I'm excited than I do when I'm mad. Like, yeah. it's like saying, let me, let me hear you say, let me hear you talk in your mad voice and your sad voice and your hype voice and your. Oh, yeah, no, that's that's kind of funny. Yeah, because I mean, you, I mean, I'm sure you get that all the time too. But, but I think with yeah. you, I think your your quote unquote radio voice <laughs> and your regular voice are the same to me anyway. Because yeah, you sound yeah. the same. I could talk to you now and then hear you on the radio and you sound the same. Yeah, yeah you, right. you might you might throw a little bit of that. Uh, hey, what's up, Mark Anthony? Some of that you little, might be a little you might, Yeah, you might be a little bit more smooth. You know, you might be smoother, but. Um, but yeah, so I always think that's funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> could you do your radio voice? You sound you sound different. How come you don't sound the same? Like, I do you're sound like, the same. Jeez. You're like, dude, relax because I'm freaking in the middle of checking my email, my flipboard, my Facebook, and having a conversation with you right now. Ask what do you like want. I'm, <laughs> like I'm not trying to I'm not trying to scare the folks over here in the building. Oh man. Um it's funny. But yeah, I mean, I think that's, I think that's a lot. Uh, I mean, I can't wait to get back. I don't know when that'll be. Yeah, but, no, um, for a while. I was like, yeah. So, I'm you thinking, know, it's. Uh, I'm grateful that we're still there. Yeah, that's true. I just want to get back. Know, 2020 could be a wash for us in the radio game, but it's okay. That's why we're doing little things like the podcast. We still make our. Uh, passion and our voice prevalent we're still able to kind of you know maneuver and have some kind of platform which is awesome um what, and i think so- a lot of folks are doing that now like and i think it's really cool that a lot of folks are actually you know the ones that are like say let go out of a radio or on a break or whatever are doing like podcasts and doing video and mm-hmm. you know and and honestly i never got into tiktok i think like doing all that stuff like i mean it's cool it's cool but when you look at tiktok at least for when i look at it 
you know, you see like people doing the same same things, and it's like okay, like I'm not a, I'm not a TikTok guy. Here's the thing with TikTok though that I think that that a lot of people um, may not understand or connect with. Yes, it started out young. I've had a TikTok since it was called Musically. So it was called Musically. Uh, uh, Wasn't it uh, Vine before? I don't know if Vine turned into that, but it was, I think Vine inspired what Musically was. I don't know essentially if Vine became the group that it is currently. But here's the thing is, yeah, it started out real young. It started out with a bunch of young kids and then it sort of developed into everybody lip syncing songs and doing crazy dances, which obviously if you get on the platform, that's what you're going to see. But yeah. you can use it for a wide array of business um, orientations. And, and and people don't really understand how powerful of a platform that it is. It's probably the only platform right now where you can jump up to 22,000 followers like nothing. Um, if you go on there, you see everything from hashtag cops of TikTok, where you see officers out on duty, just doing, you know, silly shit, having a good time, yeah. connecting with the community. You see nurses and doctors on there giving virtual advice. And I use it for my fitness platform. I'm, I don't mm-hmm. I don't need to, to make a, uh, a song or do a little act or a dance or anything. You just put you it on. To, you ain't trying to booty shake on there? No, it's just content. It's content. It's motivation. And I think that's where people kind of get it twisted is like when they say I'm not a TikTok person, maybe not a TikTok person in the traditional sense of the word, but there's a lot of interesting stuff, let's say about K-Dog that people might want to know. If we talk about radio, for example, take if you wanted to take people behind the scenes, that would be interesting as hell. Like what goes on behind the scenes? Another question I get from people is why do we hear the same song so many times in rotation on a radio station? And I'm like, there's science in everything that we do. It's Mm -hmm. an accident. It's because when you're driving around in the car, research says that you're not in the vehicle for long periods of time. You're getting out, you're going to the store, you're going to the bank, you're getting food, you're picking up the kids. And in that short time that you're in the vehicle from point A to point B, we want to get you the song that you want to hear. And then where people... Mm -hmm where the, the waters get muddied is if you're switching between two different stations that kind of have the same concept. Yes, you could hear Dua Lipa twice in the 45 minutes, the same song. Yes, you could hear the same Drake song in 37 minutes back to back if you're flipping stations. If you're flipping between three stations, you may hear the same song three times in an hour. And in your mind, you're thinking, well, damn, this radio station plays this song every three times i've heard it it's like no no you didn't you switch between three different stations and you don't even know what station you're listening to but um just to have i mean how interesting could that be if you had whatever you do you know you could be anything but tiktok really could be anything and i think that's a one thing that people have discovered is that you don't have to be the prototypical tiktok star to that likes a, a ton of people who have gone viral on, uh, whether it be artists or otherwise, that have gone viral on TikTok. If you look at their account pages, they have maybe seven or eight videos in totality, and one video has seven hundred and sixty-seven thousand views, and their other seven videos have like twelve 
views. It really just takes that one video to blow your platform up. It's kind of interesting. But what I mean to me, it's kind of just like, um, it's kind of like Snapchat. You know, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, meh. I mean, I have my Snapchat, but I can't remember the last time I actually put anything on there. You know what I mean? It's, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, uh, well, I think after a while too, it gets a lot because then you got, you have your IG, you have your Facebook, you have your Twitter, these different things that you have to put time and effort and content into. And usually you just want to focus on one thing. So if you spend most of your time on Facebook or you spend most of your time on IG, that's kind of, those are the two platforms you're going to kind of um, navigate toward, which, you know, makes sense. But I think for people that are, um, business owners especially now if you have a if you have a thing or a business this is the time to like rock it out for real um or just do your interest right now i'm doing obviously the podcast i have uh, fitness videos that i'm giving to um folks for free i'm not charging so if you want to you know if, if you want me to send you the link you can always get on uh twitter at real mark anthony yeah, you, you I, slid into my dm with the link so yeah ig i am mark anthony and i don't want to charge people for it because i mean this is it's we're over inundated with fitness stuff as it is and i'm not here yeah. to make money off covid or people having to stay home i just want people to be healthy like i want to i think that is frontline work i want people to be healthy i want to be able to share the ideology i want to be able to share the gift so that's why i'm like you know i'm sharing it with anybody i I did ultimately create it for the gym that i work for for the members to have access Mm. to it but if if people want it i'm telling them look i'll send you i've sent you the link i've sent tons Mm -hmm. of people the link in in the dms and i have uh you know my my youtube travel channel did i say travel the travel channel travel the travel man what's going on well right on but the uh youtube channel is uh you that that's up but i have it unlisted meaning that you can only access link only because mm-hmm. that's just how i'm rolling with it right now in in lieu of um in lieu of charging people it's just you know hit me up see and you can you can see my content and it's absolutely free but i but th- those are kind of my my two escapes and it I'm getting outside to work out, which is beneficial. I'm doing my workouts here at home, which is beneficial. But what really sucks for me is I like just basically going to the grocery store. I was going, I went to Sprouts the other day thinking I'm going to run in and just get a few couple things. It's going to be quick and I'm going to be back home. There's like 22 deep standing outside. There's a line of 22 people. And I'm oh, like, damn. Oh, okay. You gotta, that's why you got to go early in the morning. I guess so. I think that's what I'm going to have to do is just get up early and go. You know what we, you know, what we've been doing and, um, so, I mean, I'm, I've been the one in my family to, to go out to the store and go out and grab some things because, um, you know, because I have my wife and my daughter here and, you know, just kind of keep them away from the, the store. So what I've been doing is um, I've been using the uh, Smith's app to do the pickup, you know, do the, do the stuff on the app and just go by at a specific time, pick it up. They take it out to you. And that stuff works like a charm. Been doing it for like the last three weeks. What I've been doing is the delivery, the grocery delivery from Instacart using Smith's. But the problem with that is that's bougie. Well, I would do (laughs) do a pickup. 
I would do the pickup. I'm just kidding. Pickup, but here's the thing: is with the delivery, they seem to switch items out for things that you never would have picked before. So if you have yeah, a specific yeah. brand that you use, they're like, oh yeah, well, okay. For here's an example: Crystal Light drops that you use to enhance the flavor of your water, and you say, yeah, you, yeah. you put strawberry lemonade. They're like, oh, it's not going to matter if we put in guava teen. Uh, cranberry sauce flavor, and you're all. I don't even like that one, and they just throw it in the bag, and they're like, "Yeah, well, they didn't have yours, so I just kind of chuck that one in the bag. No big deal." So you either have that mess, or they yeah. don't, they don't bring things. Period, and that's happened mm-hmm. about three times. So now I did look into the pickup with Smiths, but it was like four days out. I'm like, I need it today or tomorrow at the latest. They wanted, but the the pickup, even the pickup date was four days out. Yeah. And I was so like, with that, yeah, with that, you kind of have to, um, kind of have to plan ahead, and that's what we've been doing because it's usually like on Sundays <clears throat> that uh, it'll go grab stuff. So when I pick up one order, I'll usually start it another one for the next week or whatever. So that way, it's always like that. But I think, um, I mean, I think some of the stores now are actually, you know, pretty stocked up. You know, I don't. Um, I mean, occasionally they'll they won't have some of the stuff that we need, but but um, but I think and we had talked about this like you know last month sometime that you know as time goes on you know everything's gonna start being in stock and kind of like how it was. So I'm curious to see how it's gonna go throughout the month. Still you know? can't find Lysol. Still can't. Find yeah. An no. Yeah. The wipes. Yeah. I mean, even if you go check on like Amazon or something, it's still unavailable. It's like, come on, man. So I'm like, like, are we? I mean, we have our, you know, our disinfectant wipes here. At Bro, home, I actually, the only thing I actually put Amazon <clears throat> account on hold. It has nothing to do with Bezos being a, a billionaire, nothing like that. But yeah. what what I what happened to me is I'm always using Prime all the time, because, mm-hmm. obviously because it's the two day delivery. And yeah. the last few times that I've uh, ordered, not anymore. Well, it either didn't come, period. So they just gave me the refund back, or a two day prime turned into a two and a half, three week adventure. And I, I just called them. Mm-hmm. Said, Why? Okay. So I pay monthly. Some people pay by the year, but it was what, 15, yeah. 15 bucks a month. And I'm like, what are you charging yeah. me for exactly? If I don't have access to the prime delivery, what are you taking my money for? Like I don't, I don't. Prime Video, and I don't even watch Prime Video. I mean, only well, that's, Absentia. Maybe you should. Watch, maybe you should. I, I've seen a few of them, but I, I don't watch it enough for it to. Because I, I, I have Hulu, I have Sling, I have um, Disney Plus, I have Netflix. You know what I mean? Amazon Prime. There's yeah. a couple of shows that I watch, but it's not enough to to pay that much per month and i'm like but that wasn't the intention of me getting prime in the first place they're like oh no we'll refund you last month and i said i'll hit you guys back up when things kind of get in order and i can get my and not to sound bougie but i mean that's what you pay for the service for i mean no no i get it i get it so i put them uh, i put them on hold um i put them on i left them on read um because uh things are going to change and I think with the seniors too I, I think I've seen a lot of posts people posting these like sad posts about seniors 2020 and I, I get it my son is graduating this year he's class mm, of 2020 yeah, yeah. 
And while I feel bad that they're going to miss out on specific things, I don't feel sorry for them. Actually, yeah. in, a, in, a, in a crazy roundabout way, I'm sort of jealous of them because they're going to be, I think, one of the best equipped, most knowledgeable, ready um, individuals of their gen- generation. How, Why do you say that? Because this is a life lesson. You're getting your right when you think life is going to be this amazing, beautiful escapade. You get punched in the mouth, and it's like, mm-hmm. boom! This is reality. So there goes your five-year plan, right? And this is I hope, right. yeah, I hope we get rid of the five-year plan question in the interview. One of the I hate that question. What What's your five-year goal? Where do you see yourself in five years? Five-year plan. Well. I bet, you know, three years ago, nobody counted on some whack shit going on in the lab in China. Right. From a somebody bat. eating a bat. Somebody, yeah, <laughs> somebody, you know, filleting up a bat and and everything goes haywire. Nobody right. nobody bet on that. So well, actually uh there, if you go back, Bill Bill Gates did. I saw that. I saw that on. I saw that on TED, that TED Talk. I saw that on, yeah. on our TED our TED Talk, right? But yeah, but no one that was in nobody's five year plan. So it's like hmm. these kids are are, are kind of good. They're gonna they're gonna come out of school better prepared, understanding that the anything can happen, and understanding that the more rigid you are, the more hesitant to change that you are, you're gonna take an L. And the ones that but are, I mean, you at least you at least hope you at least hope they'll come out of this better. You know what I mean? I even even if they don't, they're gonna be, yeah. you're, you're going to be forced to change either way. You're going to be forced to change either way. You're going to take the L, or these kids who are are grinders who are going to go to college who want to who who are hungry, they're going to say, okay, I love this. I love this opportunity because this is this is like a game to me. This is a puzzle. How can I be successful? surrounding crisis and, and surrounding trauma how can i make a difference it's gonna it's gonna force them to change a lot of them what they thought they were going to be and how they thought they were going to make money so how right. do i create something that i'm passionate about that's going to be everlasting even during a pandemic or even during a crisis and you're going to see a lot of creative kids come up and create and build businesses and build um, social media empires based on need. And I think this is like an amazing life experience. I think it's the perfect time to do it. What better way than to just have it right now when you're stepping, when you're putting your toes in the cold water right now, as opposed to waiting five years, then the pandemic hits, then the next, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, Shut down. Like financial crisis, financial disaster happens, and then that there goes their five year plan. They're like, well, "Wait, I, this is what I planned for. This is what I put all my hopes and dreams in." Now it's kind of like, "Wow, I've got to rethink things. I've got to visualize things. I've got to, I've got to really be um, creative and open minded, and understand that everybody right now is being affected. Everybody is." is affected in some way shape or form no matter how much money you make no matter where you come from whether you're an immigrant not an immigrant whether you live in a house or apartment whether you're educated not educated this is affecting everybody and this is like a beautiful life lesson if they can see it that way and some of them and the ones that don't it's not going to matter anyway because they're going to take an owl immediately done yeah ones who step up to the challenge 
the ones that really are going to, to embrace this, they're going to be some of the smartest kids, smartest adults of their generation. I agree. Cause it, I mean, because this has never happened in, like, I think anybody living today has never happened in their lifetime. No. You know what I mean? No. I mean, you might have the guy who's 107, you know. You yeah, might, but, but I mean... I, I know what you mean. The, yeah. majority, the majority of people living today have never... No. Our parents... Their parents nope. have never experienced anything like this. So, I mean, it's so, I mean, obviously everyone's scared, you know, but I think, I think as time has gone on, people are starting to accept the fact that when we come out of it, it's not going to be what the normal was back before we came into it. You know what I mean? No. Which, which I think is not necessarily a bad thing because before we, before this happened, you know, it's, I mean, let's be honest, you know, we weren't as a, you know, as a country, as a people in the world, you know, we weren't necessarily the best at doing stuff we should have been doing, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So hopefully this has gotten those people to think, you know, well, we can change this. We can change this just by doing stuff we should be doing anyway. So I'm hoping that, um, when we come out of it that it'll be better than we went out or better than when we uh, came in you know that's the hope now speaking on that when we go because it seems like uh new mexico is going to be going in phases the governor has not mm-hmm. announced quite yet what the phase planning is but let's say for example that we're moving in a direction where restaurants open at 25 percent and businesses open at 25 percent Okay, who is going to want to be around an open area with that many people without a mask on? You're you're, you're taking, we're living in a social experiment. So let's say your favorite restaurant in Albuquerque opens 25%. Are you going to take your wife, your daughter out to that restaurant, even at 25% capacity? Can't wear a mask while you're eating the food, so you know you're going to be exposed. You're going to be sitting in there for the better part of an hour. Are you yeah. to to put you and your family at that risk personally i mean if i'm being honest probably not now i mean maybe do like takeout or the curbside pickup or whatever because i think that's what a lot of um, businesses are doing now totally. which is totally fine but um probably not now and you know just because i just don't it's i just don't i just don't trust the fact that certain people would be taking it seriously you know what i mean because you have those douchebags that um you know will start making fun of those that are taking it seriously and going and copying on them and doing doing all this stuff you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and and i'm afraid that if that were to happen to me or to my wife or to my daughter that i would just go off the rails and like slug someone Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah, you know, you know, does, that, does that make sense? It's yeah, it's very personal. It's very uh, an emotional concept. I'm okay with the with the curbside delivery. I don't care about yeah. it. And there's yeah. no there's no restaurant in the city that has an ambiance that I'm like I've got to be in this restaurant. I've got to sit in there and I've got to make the most of my experience. No, I mean there's places that I enjoy their food, but I can equally enjoy their food by going to the curbside pickup. And I hope things um, sort of stay on on par with that too because i'm you know I, there's no way I, I would say for myself even in august i'm not stepping into the to the pit 
you know, a, a packed mm. Albuquerque. I'm not right, stepping right. into Isotope Stadium with tons of people. That's just not, I'm, you know, I'm I'm not doing that on a normal day anyway, but especially now. Yeah. I, this is what I thought was interesting. Though. I was reading an article because I had kind of sort of on some level been contemplating going back to school. Maybe, I don't know yet, mm-hmm. but you know, I, um, so I have my master's and already, and it, to me, it's kind of, I, I don't want to do a second master's really because it's sort of like the redundant department of redundancy, even if it's in a, a different, um, yeah. um, you know, even if it focuses on something entirely different than what mine currently is, but I was just looking, you know, I think the, the pandemic sometimes has us in a point where even though we're, our minds, our minds just moving a million miles an hour and you're like, what can I do? Can I do this? Can I do this? Can I do this? But what I came across is a article um, that says ASU, Arizona State University, Sandra Day O'Connor, College of Law, is now accepting students without LSAT GRE exams. Um, Mm -hmm. So it says aptitude tests typically required to enter law schools have been postponed over the past two months due to the coronavirus pandemic. That's driven ASU Law School to announce that it will accept applicants who have not taken the LSAT or the GRE. Uh, So the LSAT is the, the exam that otherwise you would have to take and score on to get accepted into a given school. um, I'm reading the article right now. It's saying that uh, it's more flexible for incoming law students after LSAT officials said they weren't sure if they could provide remote testing during the pandemic. Um, And they also are citing which i think is very interesting that they're doing this as a way to remove a barrier of inequality meaning that there's certain individuals who want to go to law school that may not be able to afford to take the test for the lsat number one two is we're going to be quite honest let's just be honest let's just be real like dej loaf is that not everybody is good at testing. Mm -hmm. Straight up. That has nothing to do with their level of competence. That has nothing to do with their insight, with their intellect, nothing. In fact, you could score a near perfect on an exam, go to a specific school, go to a law school, and not even be in the top 50% of the class. It's me. Look at Method Man and Red Man, how high. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and it, it looks like they're going to experiment with this. And I think it's really good. I think it's awesome because I think there's a lot of people who are um, not able to pursue a career um, in law or go to law school, pursue their passion because of these types of roadblocks. And obviously, these roadblocks affect certain demographics, number one. And number two is that right. it doesn't matter where you come from, what how much money you have or don't have if you're not good at testing well shit you're not good at testing i'm not gonna hold it against you yeah i mean i think for me back when i was in school like in high school mid school um yeah doing good throughout the whole year coming out testing you're like ah i mean it's just the the nerves that get to you so i mean 
he can be as prepared as he can, but sometimes those nerves get the best of you. And even like whenever I was finishing my degree at Full Sail, you know, um, like I got to say, man, like my anxiety for the whole time I was there was just top notch. You know what I mean? It was because I had, I had started out and, and I think I did this to myself. I had started out, you know, doing, um, cause when I went into it, I was like, look, you know, I, I'm going to go into this. I'm going to give him my, give him my best shot. And I mean, I know I can do it. Just stop being lazy. Just do it. And, um, so when I went into it, it was like that, that was my mindset. So as I started, you know, taking my classes, I started getting A's in all my classes and kept going. And I found through like the first half of my degree, I had straight A's. So that got in my head. I'm like, man, I got to finish the whole thing with straight A's. You know what I mean? So, I mean, and, and you know, I mean, as it gets further into your degree, everything starts getting harder mm-hmm. and, you know, they expect a lot more from you. So that in turn just kind of jacked up my anxiety, my anxiety, my anxiety. So even some like some projects, you know what I mean? You're your own worst critic. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, ah, oh, man, it's like you don't feel so confident about your projects, but then you end up doing good on it, you know, so and I ended up graduating with all straight A's, but it literally came down to like the last class as far as like, you know, am I going to get an A or am I going to get a B? You know what I mean? And um, that- it was it was nuts, man. But that's the best that I've ever done in school. <laughs> And everybody learns in different ways and different capacities. I mean, um, like I'm just not I'm just not gonna hold it against you for for not being able to to test high. And I had and I had GPA. I might had GPA in you know 3.9 undergrad and 3.8 in grad school. Mm-hmm. I'm still not gonna hold it against somebody for not being able to score high on a test because right, it doesn't right. matter. We all just the way we interact in relationships and maneuver in life and maneuver in jobs. We all learn different, and that's okay. And that's the beauty of life that's the beauty of interconnecting that's the beauty of ships right is that we all are different and we have different platforms and we have different grace and we have different empathies and um oh i, I came no, I, agree. I came across this uh <clears throat> article that says now your iphone can warn you if you've been exposed to the coronavirus you see have you heard, yep. heard about this is do you have this on your phone yeah okay Tell me about it because I haven't checked. I know it's I know it's in I know it's in beta. I know it's in beta. From what I and from what I've heard about it and read up on it, um, so I believe that Apple and Google have teamed up to uh, do this uh, COVID nineteen tracker of some sort. So basically, it it'll tell you like if uh, someone that you've been in contact with or are currently around, and I believe it goes for like Bluetooth or some something. Right, like that's that, what it's saying. Yeah, that it'll that it'll that it'll tell you if someone that you've been close to has been exposed to it. So, so it it's just basically kind of like um, just a tracker to tell you, you know, if someone in your neighborhood has been exposed to it or if they have it to you know so i'm guessing it's just kind of like stay away from you know stay away from this area or if you've been exposed to someone then that'll i guess give you the um the heads up be like oh maybe i should go get checked then you know what i mean so that's i mean from what i've read that's what i know about it and i believe it's still in beta i don't think it's like i don't think it's out yet because for something like that, I mean, 
I mean, I don't know how it would, I don't know how accurate it would be, you know, because I don't know how they would know if you've been, if you have it or whatever, you know what I mean? So there would have to be some type of data that says that this person at this number has been exposed to it or something it's like a, that. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Like the, I don't know how that, I don't know how that's going to work. like the Hunger Games, Tracker Jacker. Um, <laughs> it, it is, yeah. So, I mean, it, it would be pretty cool. There's no guarantee cool see, you know, of just, either accuracy or privacy. The system could produce a large number yeah. of false positives because being within Bluetooth range of an infected person doesn't necessarily mean the virus has been transmitted. And even if an records yeah. only very strong signals as a proxy for close contact they cannot uh, know whether there was a wall window or a floor between the phones which makes sense. you could be mm-hmm. somebody could be self-isolating that has coronavirus and you're just going for a jog or a walk in front of their apartment building and it could tell you that you're, exactly. you're in range but um i mean damn if you're if you're infected and you know you're infected if i don't know i mean it sounds pretty severe but i'm sure there's some uh, old knuckleheads out in the community walking around that know and they just don't care. And I will say, and I will say in my hometown, it's, you know, it's a small, it's a small, what, two, three thousand folks, maybe more now, but it's, it's, it's really small or, you know, so, so what happens is that, and I tell my sister about this all the time, it's like, you can't, it's like a low number of a low number of people that are positive in that town is not, you know, you have to take that seriously because it's like you can have two or three positive in that town, but when you consider two or three positive in a town of two, three thousand people, you know what I mean? That's that's a big deal. When you take into account those people that are, if they don't know, then they're infecting other people in the town, so that leads to like 20, then, you know, and so on. And um, a lot of folks out there were kind of putting it off because there for a while there were no positive cases out there. And I told my sisters, like, look, I mean, it's going to happen eventually because people are going to be like, eh, it's not going to happen here. But then it, and so it started happening. And now that place is just, you know, just kind of um, a lot of folks out there are, are scared now. It's like, see, you guys should have been that way before and prevented it and started because I guess some folks that were positive were just out and about it's like you said out and about going to visit family in other places and friends and, and they knew about it but they still didn't self-isolate and um and now it went from two people and i think now i think it's like 16 maybe 14 15 something like that but um that's just that's just showing how douchebags that'll do that knowingly can can put a whole town at risk you know yeah definitely um switching gears uh a little bit what did you think of the nfl draft you're a san francisco fan <laughs> how did you oh man you know how would you grade it uh, on, a, on a a through f scale what would you give you guys for the nfl draft this year i mean we only have we i think we only came out with i think five or six because we didn't have any picks in the uh, the second, third, or fourth round, but we had two number one. We had two uh, picks in the first round, um, and then we traded a couple of our guys to pick up some more draft picks. I mean, I would say just by 
looking at highlights from some of the folks that we picked up. I mean, it's kind of hard to tell, you know, because until you actually see them play, because I mean, we've seen many times like folks that come out of college, Heisman Trophy winners, you know, all Americans and number one draft picks or whatever. It's just totally bust in the NFL. So it's kind of hard to, I kind of have a good feeling about it. But then again, you just don't know. You just don't know because a lot of folks, you know, a lot of the analysts like to give their grades and a lot of A plus grades and, and all this. But if you look at some of the ones that they gave A pluses to last year, this year, they, it wasn't really anything, you know? So, so I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, I, th- I think we, I think we were pretty solid. I mean, I would say, I would say B minus or B plus A minus. I would say. What's your prediction but, for the playoffs next year? What's your, What's your prediction? You guys going to Super Bowl again? We're going to, right now, in the words of K-Dog, keep it real podcast. That way we can always do a rewind. What what are you calling? What are you calling for next season? I mean, of course, everybody wants their team to go to the Super Bowl. You know? Oh, I'm sorry. The big game. But, um... (laughs) No, we're we're not on cumulus air right now. We can actually say Super Bowl. Oh, okay, okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, uh... I mean, I don't know, man. It's, it's, I mean, of course I want my team to go back to the Super Bowl, but it's going to be hard. It's going to be harder. You know what I mean? My, my prediction, my prediction for your quarterback is that he is not going to, he's maybe going to have 70% of the productivity that he had last year. I mean, I think, I mean, I think he'll do better than he, I think he'll be better than he was. La- than last year, this year, and I say that yeah, because I, think, I mean yeah. I say that because he was coming off of his uh, ACL injury and everything, and and that was like another thing. It was like he did that good just coming that off of you know that injury. So having you know having now this off season to just uh, heal up more and learn more of the playbook and just I think I mean I believe that he'll do better than he did last year, and a lot of the mistakes he made last year, which you know, were, you know, they were there, but, um, I don't think he'll make as many of those this year and you still have to, and you still have to understand too. I mean, this last year was his first full season ever starting, you know what I mean? So you can't really compare it to like the Patrick Mahomes, the, you know, the Lamar Jacksons and everything, because, you know, it's, I mean, even though he did have his Super Bowl rings with the Patriots, I mean, but he didn't really play in any of those, you know, games. But, but still, so I think, I mean, I think, I think he does worse. I say he does worse than he did last year. Significantly, mm-hmm. significantly worse. Here's why: the defensive coordinators in the NFL—they're—that's what they do. They're—they're they're magicians. They go into the off season, and unless you're unless you're like a, a phenom for your physical agility can pull you out of certain situations such as Patrick Mahomes, such as uh, Deshaun Watson. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, we're talking, if you have an arm like Aaron Rodgers where you can 
you, you know, side sling it like nobody's business. He's neither of those. His arm is average, a little above average. Mm-hmm. He's not very athletic. He's not quick. Um, I think that the um, defensive coordinators are we're talking going. About Jimmy Garoppolo, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, we're talking about we're talking about Jimmy G. All right. That's right. He's gonna no, be I, Jimmy. I, mean, I, th- I think Jimmy that. I think Garoppolo is what I'm gonna call him after the season. Jimmy Garoppolo Gus- because they're gonna scrap his ass after the season. Yeah. And then I mean, I don't think he'll be. I think he'll be better than he was last year this year and um you know <laughs> he's a, that, he might that, surprise, that, surprise but i just don't see it they just that he, that coming from a raiders fan so i see how you're kind of you're kind of biased that, that is true so though that is true you might be a little biased so <laughs> just a tad bit right just a little that's bit what, that's what i'm taking out of this you know but, so i mean you, you, I mean, you guys other... you guys had some pretty solid pickups but I can't say the analy- according to the analysts, it wasn't very good. So I don't know. I was happy with it overall, but I'm not going to speak on it because we have we have no right to speak. We have not had a winning season. Um, we I just I can't even I can't brag on them. We've had uh, good drafts before. Last year was a good draft. Look at our season. Our quarterback is garbage straight up. They need to get rid of him. Um, but, but that's what I'm saying, though. It's like yeah. that's why that's why you can't really gauge in now because yeah, you had great, you know, other teams have had great drafts, you know, but didn't do so much. You know, how many years in a row did the did the Browns have the number one pick or in the top five at least? And I mean, so it's so it's leadership. Really... It's leadership, and I'm t- it's <laughs> like it's in life, in in business, in radio, in life, yeah. no matter what. Like Chase good leadership because if you have good leadership you're going to win no matter what industry you're in if you have good leadership you're always going to come up you're going to find a way to to win um switching to another story um a sort of albuquerque related this is saying that cowboy cerrone ufc fighter plans to become the first ufc fighter to fight three times in one week so it's saying wow. uh, he's scheduled to face Anthony Pettis on May 9th, UFC 249, but plans on competing on the two following events to be held on the 13th and the 16th. That's um, interesting. So what he said is, I'm going to go in there and win this fight and say, hey, Dana, you got anybody lined up for Wednesday? Because I'm going to stay here in the RV and I want to be the first fighter to bang out three fights in a week. That's a heavy. I don't know. That's a heavy, especially after he just came out came out and said, um, you know, no no disrespect to to Cowboy Cerrone at all, but he said that in with uh, regard to the um, McGregor fight, he didn't want to be mm-hmm. there. He said he knew two days before going in that he didn't want to be there. He just didn't. He wasn't in it mentally. He wasn't in it physically. Um, that he's in the past had to see sports psychologists because he's had this sort of as an ongoing issue. And it's like, dude, if you couldn't get your mind right for one fight, biggest fight of your life, mind you, biggest fight of your life, you would have won this. This would have changed the the, the storyline. And you you want to go three fights in a week? Um, uh, I don't know. You know, it's kind of, I don't know. I don't know how that yeah. would work. I mean, like you said, no disrespect to him, but I don't. Yeah. I don't know. 
I don't know, because if, especially if the others are fresh, you know, that's, because I'm assuming that takes a whole toll on your body, and especially if one gives them more than the others, I mean, I don't know, uh, I mean, this quarantine has brought out the crazy in all of us. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like I said, it has our mind working, moving at uh, a million miles per hour. So I'd be um, like, after this quarantine, I want to go do like five remotes in one weekend on one day. Let's do it. You know, right. This quarantine brought to you by Clorox, Clorox wipes. I'm surprised they have like a quarantine sponsor on the podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm tired of I'm tired of watching all those things. I can I kind of have to like tune out of like social media after a while because it's just it's just too much of that that I'm like, eh, I don't need to I don't need my anxiety to jump up that much. <laughs> True that. Well, I um glad to hear you're doing well. Um I know that you have uh some new major news going on in your life which will at some point whenever you're comfortable, you can divulge on the yeah. podcast so um we'll uh we'll be in touch please come back and be a frequent guest on the podcast and let's keep ourselves and the listeners and the community and everyone entertained and if you want to um comment on the podcast please do real talk with mark anthony you can find it on any platform ig is I am Mark Anthony, link in bio, hashtag link in bio, <laughs> or uh, Twitter at real Mark Anthony. If you want to hit up K Dog, give them your highlights on your social. It's uh, at Radio K Dog, um, R A D I O K D A W G. That's pretty much on uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. So yeah, you just keep it simple. No, no link in bio needed. <laughs> no link in bio needed. We'll catch up soon. Man, I, I miss radio, but I'm glad we're able to uh, connect and sort of have that that vibe and that connection again. Tell the family I said what's up. We'll talk to you soon. Be safe. Be healthy. Share this with your friends. Love y'all. Peace. <laughs>